say c'est bon. Welcome to Paris Good Food and Wine. I'm your host, Paige Donner. For the next half hour, I'll be presenting to you news, happenings, and personalities from Paris's extraordinary culinary world. So sit back and get ready to enjoy a full half hour of Paris Good Food and Wine. Like those French people do. Because it's all so good. This episode of Paris Good Food and Wine is dedicated to the spirit of Valentine's Day. We're sending out lots of love and goodwill to you from Paris today in our broadcast. First up, I'll be bringing you some food and wine anecdotes, news, and tidbits from the world of Paris food and wine. Next, you'll be hearing from our first featured interview guest, Chef Christian Lescaire. He has just been awarded his third Michelin star at his fairly new gig, the illustrious, storied, and very exclusive Georges V restaurant here in Paris, the flagship restaurant of the Four Seasons Paris Hotel Georges V. Following on the heels of that, you'll get to hear what it's like to dine in an altogether different type of dinner theater, namely opera dinner theater. The Bel Canto is a restaurant just steps from Paris' Hotel de Ville, which is Paris's city hall. Here, at Le Bel Canto, the servers sing famous opera songs in between serving you your perfectly done steak or tender poached salmon. These performers, mind you, are not servers moonlighting as opera singers, but rather opera singers moonlighting as servers. It's a phenomenally successful small chain of restaurants. Well, you'll hear from the restaurateur founder himself, Jean-Paul Morel, who speaks to us about how he conceived of this restaurant, then opened a second one here in Paris, and then another one in London, too. So sit back and relax as we take you on a culinary journey through the City of Light, Paris. These top wines increased double-digit percentage points in value in 2015. Good news for certain sage French wine investors. Six of the top ten wines that increased the most percentage points in 2015, in terms of market value, were French wines. They hail from Bordeaux, Burgundy, and the Rhone. So if you own Chateau Angelus 2005, Saint-Emilion Bordeaux, it's up 39.9% to a Great British Pound value of about 3,148 pounds per bottle. Next is Domaine de Pegao, 2010 Cuvée Reserve from Chateauneuf-du-Pape in France's Rhone region, up 37.2% to a per bottle price tag of 598 Great British Pounds. 
The next biggest percentage increase in terms of per bottle value is from Burgundy's Montmesson Claude Tach Grand Cru 2010 with a 34.4% rise to 2,933 Great British Pounds per bottle. The other French winners, which you can read about directly on LiveX, are Domaine Le Fleuve Batard Montrechet Grand Cru 2002 Burgundy, Chateau Cheval Blanc 2005 Saint-Emilion Bordeaux, and Chateau Le Mission Old Prion 2005, also Bordeaux. It's worth noting that Robert Parker, in his 10-year retrospective review he did last June, upped three of those wine scores to 100 points. Namely, Parker upgraded his scores for Angelus 2005 and Le Mission au Prion 2005 from 98 to 100 points, and generously upgraded Cheval Blanc's 2005 from 96 to 100 points. The New York Times also pointed out in a feature article they ran last summer that investors who own a valuable seller can now borrow against it. This has led some wine collectors to strategically monetize their classic vintage collections in exchange for hard cash. Doggy bags versus gourmet bags. Doggy bags are now de rigueur in the capital. The long-standing cultural snobbism here towards taking your leftovers home is seeing a bit of a refresh. It's in response to a government campaign that now legally obliges restaurants to provide doggy bags to diners. As a way to stave off the vast amounts of restaurant food wastage, up to one ton, seen annually here in France. The law went into effect on New Year's Day, so you needn't any longer be embarrassed to ask to take that half-eaten steak home with you for Fido, or whomever. But since cultural mores don't die easily, there's a growing campaign underway, largely initiated by the Hotel and Restaurant Industry Union here, the UMIH, to rechristen Le Doggy Bag as Le Gourmet Bag. This is in hopes that more French diners, 70% of whom said in a poll that they had never taken leftovers home from a restaurant meal, will overcome the cultural embarrassment of this Western world's mostly widely accepted practice. A government-commissioned report on food wastage released last year explained the cultural reluctance this way. The majority of diners don't dare to ask for the leftovers of their meal, while the restaurateurs see it as a degradation of their dishes. So far, at least 100 Paris restaurants have formally adopted Le Gourmet Bag, in theory anyway. And, before we start our feature interview with the just-crowned three Michelin-starred chef Lescaire of the exclusive Georges V restaurant here in Paris, it's worth noting there are two more recent bits of tantalizing news in the world of Paris chefs. One, Pierre Gagnier was voted the world's best Michelin-starred chef by a group of his peers, and two, Japanese chef Nobu, a.k.a. Nobuyuki Matsuhisa, is set to open a restaurant here in Paris in the early part of this year. This will be the sixth Matsuhisa-branded restaurant for the 66-year-old chef famed for his fusion of traditional Japanese recipes and South American flavors. You're listening to Paris Good Food and Wine with me, your host, Paige Donner, here on World Radio Paris. This is my trade that only takes a moment. Don't be afraid, I can hide by an ignition. Some kind of star just 
just a poor boy in a rich man's car. Et le moteur s'allume enfin, nos vies s'enlacent. We drive into the night. Oh, le cuir doux en mêle, affole ton imagination. The following interview with Chef Lascaire was conducted in the kitchens of the Georges V restaurant. My first question was to ask him to explain why he describes his cuisine as a pair of jeans worn with a Chanel couture jacket. Okay, I have the great privilege to actually be sitting in the um, the kitchens with uh, Chef Christian Lascaire, who is the um, chef, the executive chef at the esteemed Georges V Hotel in Paris, uh, the legendary property. And he has, uh, can you just tell us a hello so we know that it's you? Oui, pourquoi je dis que ma, ma cuisine ressemble à la veste Chanel? Tout, simp tout simplement, je travaille sur la tradition portée sur la modernité. Ça veut dire quoi? Why I say my cuisine resembles a Chanel couture jacket? Put simply, I work with tradition as it evolves into modernity. What does that mean? It means that French cuisine is codified, so I work within the system of codification. But, like a perfume maker, I bring my creation tastes that we don't often taste in French gastronomy. And above all, each dish that I put on my menu here at Le Sang represents an immense amount of research and development, just like in haute couture. What I mean is when I reveal a new dish, it's as if I were releasing a new collection on a fashion runway. So I compare my cuisine to haute couture, because just like we can consume a product that is very traditional, once I add my subtle flavorings, I have now delivered the same product into modernity. It is now part of a modern taste profile. Why? Because we no longer eat as we once did. We don't dress as we once did and don't perfume ourselves as we once did. It's the same for food. We depart a bit from the tradition so as to embrace modernity, a more modern way of dining by using the best of both worlds. For example, we can wear a Chanel jacket without wearing the whole Chanel suit. Often, Parisians will wear a Chanel jacket and a Chanel handbag with a pair of jeans and tennis shoes. Similarly, here at the Hotel Georges Le Cinq, especially here at Le Cinq, one can enjoy very light fare that is also extremely elegant because of these flavor profiles I present in my signature dishes you find on the menu here. Well, that's a wonderful way to describe to us how you are keeping your feet in the ground, but your, your head full of creativity, you know? Uh, and so the second question I wanted to ask you is, um, when you are at home, uh, quand vous êtes chez vous, what do you, what do you prepare for yourself? What, what do you like to eat? Alors, quand je suis en, à la maison, ce qu'il faut savoir, quand je suis à la maison, déjà, je suis très peu de temps à la maison. Ça veut dire que je passe deux journées, pas plus, voire une journée par semaine à la maison. Ça veut dire que mes repas sont très limités à la, à la maison. Et quand je me retrouve en famille avec mes enfants, on mange, on essaye déjà de prendre l'apéritif. Parce que l'apéritif est typiquement français. What do I eat when I'm at home? Well, first of all, I'm at home very little. 
That's to say, I spend one day a week, maximum two days per week at home. So that means that my meals at home are somewhat limited. When I am at home with my family, my children, we try to respect the French tradition of aperitif. It's so typically French to enjoy a nice glass of white wine and perhaps, say, some shrimp or oysters or French charcuterie, chosen simply to accompany this nice little glass of white wine. More often than not, I remain very simple. I don't usually want to do too much. You must keep in mind that Monday through Friday, I'm working on research and development. Every day, lunch and dinner, I eat my food here at Le Sanc. So, I try to allow some time for my palate to rest and my stomach too. So, I try just to eat simply with the family when I'm at home. That means to eat what we call home-style cooking, a roast or a lamb shoulder, but of very good quality, the best. That means when I go to the market to buy a chicken, I seek out the best quality of chicken I can find, all good vegetables. The important thing is that it's of highest quality, so that my children learn and acquire good taste. I try to find the best quality products and use only those at home. Therefore, I often shop at artisanal producers and this way too, I can just be simple when preparing the family meal at home. Let the flavors of the quality products speak for themselves. Also too, bear in mind that when I'm at home, there's no one to wash the pots and pans, no one to help, so the less mess I make, the less cleanup I have to do. Also on my days off, I just want to relax and enjoy them and enjoy my family. I don't want to spend the whole day cooking. So here at work, at Le Sang, I eat very well and at home I eat simply, like most other people. Merci beaucoup, Chef, Chef Lascaire. Merci, bo merci beaucoup. Je vous remercie bien, puis à bientôt de vous retrouver au Georges Le Sang pour goûter ma cuisine. Vous verrez, c'est une cuisine qui a beaucoup de tempérament et surtout il y a beaucoup d'amour dans les assiettes. I thank you too, and I hope to see you again soon here at Hotel Georges Le Sang. And at Le Sang, where there is a lot of personality in our cuisine and lots of love too. This show is brought to you by Paris Food & Wine. Download the Paris Food & Wine app in the App Store today. For questions, comments, and suggestions for our show, find us in the iTunes Store by searching for Paris Good Food & Wine. Next up is my interview with Jean-Paul Morel, the founder and owner of Le Bel Canto. In the background, you hear the rehearsals of his performer servers, all formally trained opera singers. I'm just going to let it roll because here, here in the background... All right, so, so hopefully the recording will, will pick up our voices. I'm sitting next to Jean-Paul Morel, who is actually the restaurateur, the, the, the owner and founder of Le Bel Canto. And this is an, a restaurant here in Paris. In fact, it's right, on the, um, right next to the Hotel de Ville, Quai de, Quai de l'Hotel de Ville, yes? And um, he's going to explain to us a bit of the, of the concept behind this restaurant. Yes, yeah, the concept in a few words, it's a, a restaurant where you are dining, but you are dining on stage. It's meaning uh, all around you, you have 
the singers, the music, and you are uh, involved on what happens in the evening. Everybody is on stage. You know, it's the most extraordinary thing because um, in the in in the English-speaking world, you know, we're accustomed to dinner theater. But here you've taken dinner theater to a whole new level because the servers here are all trained opera singers, as you can hear in the background. How do you find such talented people to come and work for you? Yeah, they, they mostly play a role like waiters. Everybody is dressed like waiters and waitress. And uh, uh, we find uh, quality singers because now it's 15 years we are uh, open and we we were uh, looking only for uh, high quality to engage uh, the singers. You know, um, yeah, no, I know it's probably difficult for you to sort of even explain how it is you find such talent. Yeah, and they come and they come easily here because they can sing. Uh, like uh, solo, they are not in the in the chore like uh, they can be at uh, Opera Bastille or in other place. And uh, the audience here is very people they, they know very well opera, and uh, it's a good audience for them. You know, the, the, you're right. The restaurant here is a beautiful quite spacious. I, I believe you have, what, maybe about 70, you can see it about 70 downstairs, and you have extra seating upstairs as well. 80 upstairs, yeah. And 80 upstairs. An additional 80. And and I know that the point you were making, um, hopefully, hopefully we can hear the recording over the singing, but I know the point you were making just there is that these servers um, come and work here on their days off when they're not performing at the Opera de la Bastille or the Opera de Paris. Yeah, yeah, because uh, they have not uh, enough uh, occasion to, to, we have not big scene uh, in Paris and this is a... Uh, oh, go ahead, get, that's no, no problem. We have um, rehearsals going on and we have uh, business as usual and uh, Right then, Mr. Morel was pulled away for a moment, so I took the opportunity to get the names of the performers. In the background, on piano, you hear Flore Merlin playing. Soprano is Charlotte Despo. Baritone is Guillaume Suri. And tenor is Fabrice Lopez. Well, well, I think what, what we were doing is we were talking about how these performers, when they're not working here at your restaurant, they're performing professionally at the Opera de la Bastille or the Opera de Paris. Yeah, but uh, the Bastille, uh, opera and uh, different uh, shows are not open uh, all year, but we are open every day, daily, and uh, we are open uh, all the year. Yeah. It's uh, why they come uh, what like how is it that you had the concept because it's such an original concept you know opera it's not just dinner theater it's opera dinner theater how did you jean paul how did you come to conceive of such uh, a a unique and and very successful restaurant like this no, the, the idea first time is coming uh, 
when uh, I was uh, not in, in Paris, but uh, I was coming in Paris, and I visit a restaurant with uh, one uh, recital, uh, with a lyric uh, recital, classic. There was uh, one pianist and one uh, singer, so soprano, and it was, bon, it was uh, no, not bad, but I, I, I say if uh, this uh, can be more, uh, more interactive, more uh, near the people. Not only uh, I come, I sing, and uh, I come back in the in the background. But if like this, they can stay with us uh, all night. We can discuss uh, customers. They can discuss with the artists. They can sing. Uh, they can sing uh, at uh, very near on your table. Uh, they interact uh, all the evening, and uh, in this uh, doing the. The difference, and and I know that this has become so successful. It's very well liked by by Parisians. Fr French French people enjoy coming here, and I think it's one of the favorite places for French people to celebrate special occasions like a wedding anniversaries or birthdays. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Every night we have different uh, different people occasion uh, coming for different occasions, but uh, mostly. We have uh, amateurs and uh, and people they enjoy this uh, this music. And you've become so successful that you opened up another restaurant in London. Which one came first, this one, the one in Neuilly, because you have two here in Paris, or the one in London? No, no. First one was uh, in year 2000. This one in uh, Quai de l'Hôtel de Ville. After 2004, uh, in Neuilly. 2008 in London. Okay, every four years. But now we do a, a we are doing a break, and we see for next. <laughs> do do your performers rotate between the restaurants? Like, do you sometimes have some waiters who servers who will work here and then maybe go to London for a certain season? No, no, no. We have a. The French uh, team uh, stay between Paris and Neuilly, and the London team stay in London uh, because uh, well, it's better for them. They are at home. And Jean-Paul, last question. Have you always been a, a restaurateur? Was this always something that you dreamt of doing, or did you have a, another career before this? No, 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 I was... No, no, I was... Uh, first, I... Uh, I was working in the, near uh, the Dordogne, in fr s w w southwest of, of France. I, I have a, I was a bar uh, manager and a restaurant, but uh, with a concert with music still. But it was uh, rock and roll music, <laughs> with uh, live music concert every week, uh, and uh, because I, I like very much music and uh, musicians, I like they are uh, opera singers or rock and roll. Uh, Players, it's the same. <laughs> and then now, like fast forward 20 years, and you own your own restaurants here in Paris. That's quite a jump from go going from the Dordogne to being a bar manager in the Dordogne to owning three three restaurants. Oh, but uh, Paris is a very beautiful town, very attractive, and very. No, Paris, it's uh, Paris. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I I come back sometime to to take fresh air in Dordogne, but uh, Paris is, is beautiful. 
Well, wonderful. Well, I want to thank you so much for the for this interview. And I mentioned that it's a very um, the restaurant is very well liked, adored actually by the French people, but also by visitors. Visitors who come here, I think, are are very surprised to find such a different spin on on dinner theater because it's it's opera theater. Is there any is there any last word you want to say to uh, some some of our our foreign visitors that you know to welcome them here? I can say it's it's different. It's a, it's an experience, uh, and uh, almost uh, now we have a, a good uh, level of uh, culinary level with the help of uh, our chef. Uh, we have a good standard of uh, in the kitchen. Now uh, it's an experience, and you can stay four hours at your table. It's only for you the table. It's very good. Yes. yes. <laughs> Actually, I'm glad you mentioned that too. I, I, I know. I almost, I almost forgot to mention your kids. Your cuisine is excellent. The food here is not an afterthought at all. It's excellent, excellent food. Yeah. Who, what's the name of your chef? Uh, it's uh, our, our uh, chef is uh, Eric Liotte doing the the cart and uh, um, Grégoire uh, Clément doing the the, the chef uh, in the kitchen. Okay, all right. Thank you so much. Thank you. You can read more about Le Bel Canto in my review featured in USA Today's International Edition and also on 10best.com. You're listening to Paris Good Food and Wine with me, your host, Paige Donner, here on World Radio Paris. Brought to you by Paris Food and Wine. Download the Paris Food and Wine app in the App Store today. For questions, comments, and suggestions for our show, find us in the iTunes Store by searching for Paris Good Food and Wine. And a special thank you to our voiceover artist, Paul Wright. You can hear more from him on his own show, Urban States, airing regularly on World Radio Paris. Thank you for listening to Paris Good Food and Wine. We truly appreciate your support and also your feedback. Please be sure to leave your comments, suggestions, and questions on our iTunes page. We here at Paris Good Food and Wine wish you a very happy Valentine's Day, full of deliciousness and love. Until next time.
Catch us on replay on World Radio Paris or download past episodes on iTunes. Search for Paris Good Food and Wine and click on Buy Now. Thanks for joining us for this half hour of Paris Good Food and Wine. Myself, Paige Donner, and the rest of the team look forward to seeing you again here for the next episode of Paris Good Food and Wine. Because it's so, so, so good.